Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Self Made Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Finch, and this is episode number 83, my first interview in a while, and it's going to be an awesome episode. Today, I'm actually welcoming back my personal life coach, mentor, and dear friend, Drew Howard. I had him on the podcast about a year and a half ago, and it was one of the most popular episodes to date. He is just an incredible human, so driven, has years and years and years of success. He's a little bit older than me. He's been just an awesome person in my life. But today, we're actually going to talk about his pivot from working at a very successful startup, which he actually still does, um, but his pivot into personal and professional coaching and how he's actually been able to navigate both working his full-time job and his side hustle all with full transparency and support from his company. I think a lot of us potentially have side hustles or want to have side hustles, but also work full-time jobs. And that can be tricky to navigate. You know, you might think your boss won't like it or could you get fired? Can you work on a side hustle while you're working somewhere else? So Drew today is providing a ton of amazing insight into this. And I'm really excited for you guys to listen. He's also offering five free Uh, 30 minute coaching sessions with him. So there's a link in my show notes if you guys want to sign up to try to snag one of those complimentary coaching sessions. Um, I highly recommend get it while you can. But without further ado, let's just dive right into the interview. You're listening to the Self Made Mastery Podcast, your ultimate guide to total transformation. I'm your host, Adrian Finch, and I believe wholeheartedly that anyone from any background can create and live their dream life. And the best part is, you only need one thing to start, your mind. So join me here every Wednesday on this transformative journey to master your mindset and unlock your greatest potential. Let's go. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the pod. I have the most special guest today. His name is Drew Howard. And if you follow him on LinkedIn, his name is actually Drew Howard with a little um, shamrock emoji. Is that right? That is true. That is true. The shamrock. The luck of the Irish. The luck of the Irish. And this is ironic because tomorrow is actually St. Patrick's Day. Did you do that on purpose? Because it was coming up. Uh, no, it's been on there for a while, but it, it. it is a coincidence. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for coming back. Um, you were on the podcast about probably a year ago, maybe a little more than a year. No, like two a years longer, ago. Yeah. Like, like a year and a half, half ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. And it was honestly one of the best episodes. Um, and I, I never go into an episode thinking like, oh yeah, this is going to be the best episode ever. I love interviewing people because everyone has such a different story and so much to share, but for some reason, just we had so much to talk about. You shared so much amazing insight. You're also just a funny dude. I've known Drew for a while now because, um, well, we told the story last time, but we, we <laughs> became acquaintances at our, our good old fashioned gym. Um, but Drew's an awesome dude. So smart, so talented, thank so you, funny, thank you, thank so good you. to be You're around. You're too kind. You're too kind. Thank <laughs> no, you. But really, I do think that's a huge reason why, you know, people resonate with you and, and that episode was so popular. So I just, first of all, how the heck are you? How has everything been for you since we last uh, spoke? I am doing well. Unfortunately, the pandemic, uh, I can no longer teach my group fitness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to be an instructor. Obviously, you know that. Um, yeah. I do miss that, but uh other than that, everything has been going quite well. Uh, Boom Boom Naturals, what we talked about last mm-hmm. time, uh, just launched with every CVS location nationwide. 
Wow. And we're actually going to be uh, in a dedicated spot in the uh, allergy section right next to all the nasal uh, nasal inhalers. So nice. we're going to have a lot of eyeballs on that. It's a very, very exciting time for us in Boom Boom Natural. Wow. So that's what's going on there. And so. you did that because isn't that your role is the retail placement that's not the yeah. name of your role, but no, that's okay though. Close <laughs> enough. Uh, yeah. So I, I head up everything sales and distribution related. So yeah. any accounts, uh, CVS, Walmart, Target, anything like that definitely comes under my umbrella. So it is very exciting. Well, congratulations. That's huge. You. Um, you know, so much, I think of the success of, of products and companies like that relies on that being in retail. So good for you. That's awesome. Yeah, Thank you very much. Yeah. And if you guys didn't listen to the last episode, boom, boom, naturals that I'm obsessed with their products. Actually, you guys, someone on your team just sent me a few more samples and I'm very happy about it because <laughs> I went too long without my boom, boom. Um, but they're, yeah, they're nasal inhaler, inhalant inhalers, and, uh, they smell and feel amazing. And that's really all you need to know. So go buy one, uh, amazon.com slash just kidding. They, uh, I will link them in the show notes though. Check them out. Um, so yeah, a lot's happened obviously since we last spoke pandemic wise and also work wise. Um, but I really wanted to bring you back on the podcast because we have been actually getting to spend a little bit more virtual time together as of late. Um, and I'll of course let you kind of take it away with what's been going on for you. But Drew has been acting as my coach recently for honestly, since like, I want to say October, has it yeah, almost been, been six time. months? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah been time, time has been, yeah. time has been flying. And, and basically, yeah, I want you to, to kind of tell that story. So first of all, Drew has, has been diving into coaching and he's phenomenal at it. And I want you to kind of give us an idea of how the heck did that even start? Where did this idea come from? What went on? Tell me how this began. Yeah, absolutely. So I've uh, been going on a coaching journey and uh, I've been fairly active on LinkedIn the past couple of years uh, in and out of engaging, not engaging, liking it, not liking mm -hmm. it, the platform in general. And I saw a, a young young woman or, or a person I used to know named Katie and uh, we worked at the gym at Equinox in San Francisco. Uh, shoots seven years ago eight years ago and i saw her posting on linkedin and she wasn't getting any engagement and i i, I almost felt sorry i was like oh my gosh like bless her poor soul she's she's trying as hard as she can yeah and then all of a sudden over like a year's time i just noticed more and more and more engagement on her page and her mm -hmm. posts and they were just thoughts or mm -hmm. comments or things that she was thinking and doing and i asked her I'm like what are you doing and what what job are you doing what are you what are you posting how is this working and she told me she got into coaching and mm -hmm. i said what the heck what is coaching like you're like i'm a coach like, i coach exactly sports. right I coach like, it, yeah life coaching like is it like what what are you doing you know everybody right. you know, I, i've heard about the life coaching thing for a while i never yeah. really knew what it was and she told me about it she said hey listen i think you'd be great at it she knew me as a personal trainer and a mm -hmm. lot of times as a personal trainer i was pretty much people's coaches totally uh, yeah kind of their you know their their go-to person to tell yeah. all the stories to and i looked into it and it was called Coactive Training. She said, just take the fundamentals course. It's just an intro course. If you if you like it, great, go forward with it. So I it took a while. I still was like, okay, I don't know about this. Finally bit the bullet, 
took the first course and honestly i was absolutely blown away i really thought it was going to be oh like what are you feeling right. like what are you want to do with your life and right and in a in a small sense it really is that but it's so i, I was blown away honestly with the content yeah. the course material and it made me realize what coaching actually is mm-hmm. and what it is not that's a really i think making this distinction and I'm about to have you do that is really important because I think there is a lot of kind of misinformation out there or a lot of kind of ideas of what coaching is. And a lot of people who probably don't take coaching, you know, very seriously, or don't think that that's a legitimate career or path or that that role actually really transforms people. Um, because I know that term just gets so tossed around like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm a life coach or, okay. Like, what does that mm-hmm. mean? I'm a life coach. Yeah, like, it what? sounds really fluffy. What? It yeah, sounds no, fluffy. absolutely. Yeah. And, but, and that's exactly what I thought as well mm-hmm. is, okay. You're a life coach. I'd see some of my friends from back in the day, they're life coaches. And I'm thinking, what schooling do they have? What credentials do they right, have to even right. be doing this? They're not a therapist. They're not right. a psychologist. Like, what are they and what are they doing? And that's, mm-hmm where I got stuck into never really looking into it. And mm-hmm. once I saw what this program was and went down that path and I'm, I'm on my way to, to certification right now, uh, is it opened my eyes to what it is. So what coaching is, is you are here now, Adrian, you are here now. We're all, we all have our stuff that's, that's not going right, that's messed up, but where can we go from here? Right. Uh, psychologists, therapists, I have worked with plenty. I have no shame in saying that. And I find benefit to uh, those fields, a tremendous benefit to those fields. Typically, they stay in the past mm-hmm. and also stick with uh, diagnosing or, right. hey, we're going to figure out kind of what's wrong with mm-hmm. you and try and fix you and or uh, medicate or, or whatever that path may be. So. Mm-hmm. It gave me a lot of permission as well that, oh, if someone comes to me with grief, anxiety, depression, uh, anything that's really serious uh, issue, yeah, it's not for me. Hey, you know what? Um, I'm going to refer you to someone who is is uh, qualified in that field, mm-hmm. and I, I hope to help you in any way I can. I think that so that I mean, was something. Yeah, what you said at the start of that was honestly so that already kind of really showed me the difference between the two because. I always did kind of think, wow, like coaching sort of feels like you're like a business therapist or like a, just like a personal happiness, like therapist, but not like you specified that so well, just you are here looking forward and, you know, therapy for the most part, it has a lot to do with needing to unpack certain things from the past and why, how, mm-hmm. what got you to here so that you can then move forward in a better way, potentially. Um, that's Absolutely. really interesting to me. And I, I have never thought about it that way, but that totally makes sense. And it doesn't mean they're mutually exclusive. It doesn't mean that someone who you're coaching may not need to go unpack and unravel something that is affecting the way that they're moving forward. Like, oh, you know what? I'm having this past trauma that's affecting my ability to like mm-hmm. believe in myself or whatever it is. And Absolutely. yeah, so that, okay, that, that makes and so much one sense. thing as well, uh, that, uh, a lot of people see a therapist or, or a psychologist or a psychiatrist and a coach, right? They see both in, definitely in tandem and, yeah. and they both have their uses. And, yeah. uh, it's interesting. Uh, once I got into 
this space, it, it really gave me permission to, to be a coach, uh, to not have to diagnose, to not have to, I don't have to unpack somebody's whole life. I can see where they are right now. And where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Where are you stuck? Um, and it could be right here. And, and it's, it's literally, I take what you say or any of my clients say, and I let them drive their own car. I just help them steer their wheel mm-hmm. and, and guide them down their path. It's not something I really don't give right. much advice. I really don't give much mentorship, which I think is also very cool. Mm-hmm. It's a ton of listening. And it mm-hmm. sounds so funny, but if you just listen and ask the right questions, mm-hmm. they know the answers. It's a lot of self-discovery. Adrian, like, you know the answers. Yeah. yeah. Like it, but sometimes it's really hard to, to find them or, right. or we don't say them out loud. And all of a sudden right. we say them out loud and it's like this oh my God, like, how did you do that? It's yeah. like, well, you did it. <laughs> I just asked you a question. No, it, that's so true that when you are in your own thoughts and let's pause for a second and, and tell the listeners that um, to clarify. So I have been working with Drew since, you know, October. And really now that you've kind of told how this all began, like he came to me and basically said, I'm, you know, working on becoming a coach and you are someone who I think would be awesome to sort of like, try this out on kind of like, and I'm someone who always could use talking to someone about my shit, let me say. Um, and I just remember thinking, oh my God, this could not have come at a better time. I used to have a coach who was awesome. Bless her heart. I love her so much. She ended up deciding to kind of, you know, take a step back and spend more time with family and and I love her, but she's doing her thing and yay. So it literally was like the perfect timing when you were like, Hey, can you be my Guinea pig? And I was like, yes, can I vent to you? This is amazing. So, um, I was going to say, you know, circling back to what we were just saying, I really, you said that on one of our first calls, you said, you know, that one of the principles of this whole thing of coaching is that it's, it's a lot of listening and um, self-discovery. It's like, you are going to be deciding and creating and figuring out all this stuff. I'm just going to be saying the right things to help you get to that. And it's so true. That's exactly what I've experienced so far is there are so many things when, where in your own head, you're just all jumbled up and you just have all these thoughts, but until someone is like kind of forcing you to, to, (laughs) you know, maybe just say it in a different way or to think about it differently, or even just hearing it out loud. You're like, Oh, wait, like, what did you just say? Oh, wait. Yeah. I just said the answer to that. And when you're alone, you just don't always pick up on that. (laughs) No. Well, and how often in your daily life, do you really get listened to? Mm -hmm. I mean, almost never. Some people maybe in years, even with their significant others. I mean, you Mm -hmm. know, this is, I mean, we're, we, we have lost the art of listening and, yeah. and I find I have to practice it yeah. so much. It is a learned skill and it is just so invaluable to actually hear what someone has to say and actually repeat it back to them. And yeah, Oh wait, like, yeah. Or tell me more about that. And it's like, Oh my God, like this person's really listening to me. And it's times where you'll never say those things out loud to yourself. You get in right. your head and all of a sudden, nah, I did. Let's just, Well, and and totally, I find myself sometimes wanting, I think that I want someone to like, tell me what to do. Like, that's something I struggle with is I'm like, no, I want your opinion. I'm like, Drew, I want your advice. What would you do? (laughs) And it's like, because that's what it is too. A lot of times you are thinking and you are in your own head, like, or you maybe, you know, what's going on, but you're like, but I don't know what to do. And sometimes really though, all it takes is like 
talk literally saying it to anyone else i mean there's a reason sure. why even if we kind of go back to therapy for a second with mental health related issues like half of the literal battle is like just saying it out loud to anyone can mm-hmm. relieve so much tension and stress and anxiety just Absolutely. saying it before Absolutely. the person even says anything right just having a sound and there are, you know there's so much research about that so that's awesome. Absolutely. And, so and one sense. thing that, uh, as well as, uh, you know, along those lines, you know, if someone has something they're, they're stuck in, uh, say it's, Hey, I don't know if this is a job I want to stay in, for instance, right. mm-hmm. uh, you, ne- you wouldn't necessarily go to a therapist for that. You right. wouldn't necessarily go to a psychologist for that. A coach is a great place to come to for places that you may be stuck in your life mm-hmm. that may not seem as, uh, you know, as magnified. It doesn't to, fit in that realm. Yeah, to to even think to go to that spot. Right. And it may not be the right spot to go. A right. coach is actually a great place to go to. And that's exactly what they work on. There are mm-hmm. career coaches. There are business coaches. Right. There are relationship coaches. Yeah. Uh, there are so many types of coaches that can facilitate and and really be a soundboard and a champion for you as well that hey I believe in you like and I'm gonna hold you accountable and I think that's a big aspect that we'll probably get into is accountability Um, oh yeah accountability tasks which are huge that typically happen at the end of each session Mm -hmm. to move the client toward the place they want to go right that's yeah I definitely do want to get into that and it's funny that's one thing that, um, this amazing girl that I'm working with, uh, cause I, I'm not anywhere, you know, to the level of like being a full-time coach or doing anything like that. But I've always, the past few years, I've done a little bit of one-on-one, both consulting, mentoring, business coaching in a way, but it's been very like, you know, case by case, kind of what has someone needed and how have I been able to step in social media stuff, like all sorts of things. So you know, in no way is this the same as, as you are like fully taking this on and I respect the shit out of it. Uh, but something that I can relate to that you just said is one of the girls that I'm coaching right now, literally messaged me saying like, just out of nowhere saying, I just want to say it feels so good to know that there's just someone in my corner who's rooting for me and who like believes that I can do this when every, like when I feel down in those moments, just knowing that like, I know that you would be like, yo, snap out of it. Like you're going to do this. And just having that cheerleader, it's almost like Uh, that, like angel and devil on your shoulder. And the coach is like the angel that's like, you got this. (laughs) And, and, and the coach can call you out on your bullshit at the same time. A great coach can, can call out on bullshit, but also be a great champion all at the same time. Yeah, the coach um, which, is actually both devil and angel. Absolutely, which we need. Yeah, which we need. Maybe both. <laughs> yeah, and I and I do think there are times, and a great coach will be able to know that intuition and 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 really see. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do think they're slacking and they're making mm-hmm. excuses. Mm-hmm. Hey, like, do you really not have time for this, mm-hmm. Dave? Oh, yeah, Dave. Shit. You know, and then all of a sudden, yeah. they'll, they'll be like, "Shit, you're right." You know, or the times where you see them being overwhelmed, like, "Hey, take a step back." Let's, yeah, let's let's revisit this. It's, it's really so all valuable. about listening to, to the, what your intuition is saying and, and really being in tune right. with, with that person you're working with. Right. Cause it's like figuring out, okay, why are they slacking? Is it because they're having this mental block and they're not believing in themselves or is it because they actually don't really want to be doing this? Like, and exactly. then it's getting down to exactly. the why. And that's really, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Some people come with, with something that they say they're stuck in and all of a sudden a month later, 
that really wasn't the thing. Yeah. It was, it was, it was almost like the objection when you come in to, to buy something and, or someone tries to sell you something, you give them an objection. Like, it's no. not the real objection. Oh my and gosh. Then a month yes. later, they give you the real objection. It's like, oh shit. So this is really yes. what you want to work on. Like, I'm glad we have this month. So now we can actually go forward on these next two or three months on what yeah. you really want. And I feel and like they never talked happened, about that. Never in a happened. way that sort of happened with me where I thought that I didn't like a certain aspect of my job. And it turned out that it wasn't actually that I didn't like it. It was that I wasn't, I was viewing it in a light that, you know, I was, it was just another issue basically, um, which you helped me discover. Cause I genuinely was like, yeah, this is the problem. And then it was like, wait, no, it's actually sudden, not the problem. I actually still yeah. love doing that. Okay. Yeah. I want to get back to, so after you took this intro course and you were like, wow, this is amazing. The content was incredible. Then what, so, so what we didn't mention was like, had you been considering, you know, doing something on the side, like I know you have your job and you love your job. And I want to get into later on a little bit, like, I think it'll be super beneficial for people to hear how you did kind of juggle those and manage that and navigate that with a full-time job and being transparent with them and getting the support. And, you know, where were the lines? Was it inappropriate to be working on this or not? Mm -hmm. So I do want to get into that, but I, I just wanted to ask, was this something you were thinking of doing for a while or, or had you been, you know, actively searching for kind of like another hobby side hustle type of thing, or did this woman literally just, you know, when she told you that, oh, you'd be great at this, um, you know, at coaching, were you like, oh, I'm going to try it. Or did that come out of kind of nowhere? Yeah, no, it's a great question. I mean, honestly, I really wasn't looking for anything else. I, I love my full-time job at mm-hmm. Move Naturals. I love the people I work with. I love the product I sell. I think yeah. we have a great mission. And at that time, I was not looking for anything else. This came up and it opened my eyes to something mm-hmm. that was possible. Wow, and yeah. that was something that actually could be something that could I could go towards yeah. full-time if I wanted to. It was, right. it was an opportunity there. And then it had me thinking, well... I shouldn't do this yet because of I'm not fully certified yet. I shouldn't do this because I have a full-time job. I shouldn't right. do it. And then all of a sudden it was something I really wanted though. Once mm-hmm. I, once I really dove into the courses and the, the material and, and had the permission, Hey, you, you can go coach. And I'm thinking, what, what do you mean? I can go coach. Well, you're not diagnosing anybody. Anything. You're not telling anybody what to do. And you're basically listening and asking questions mm-hmm. that is holding you back from doing this. And all these fears and things came into my mind that am I credentialed? Am I ready? Who will want to work with me? Who will I work with? All, all these things. Yeah. And, and, and then not only that, well, how do I post on LinkedIn or anywhere else? What do I put? I'm boom, boom naturals and a coach or right. my coach and boom of naturals, or how do I how do I talk about this? So right. as you can see, there were a lot of things that came oh, yeah. into my mind. And I think what, what really opened my eyes to it was someone in one of my classes, you know, we do uh, interactive one-on-ones within the courses that I take where we practice mm-hmm. coaching. And I, I, I brought up one of these fears. Well, how, you know, I, I shouldn't be doing both. I can, I'll do that. Once I get certified, I'll do that. And they go, well, would your, would your boss even care if you did it now and I thought no <laughs> like, so what is holding you back and I literally was thinking I don't know yeah <laughs> I don't I don't wow. know it was it was such a simple question and mm-hmm. thankfully 
uh, our boss leader and CEO, John Pinto is, is an incredible leader, incredible person. And he, he has always promoted, I, I, I encourage a side hustle. He, he is of the belief that if you're actually doing other things that you have passion for or can increase your, your income, you will actually be more productive at the job you wow. are at. Right. And and that's, I mean, I think I'm very, I'm very lucky and very grateful that he's open about that. I know a lot of people are not in the position I am in. Um, however, there are ways that you can be respectful to your job, your full-time job, and not have to hide or feel bad or guilty about your side hustle, in my opinion. Yeah. Wow. I love, okay. Yes. And I want to get into that for a minute in a second. And I also just want to say how powerful that is that you were literally just in a little role play one-on-one and someone just asked you the most simple question. It all goes back to like what you were saying before that sometimes we think things without really thinking things like we just have that happened to me when, and I've told this story before about changing the podcast name, the name of the podcast from self-made CEO to self-made mastery. And it was actually, I had, I had thought about it because of the trademark issue. There was a trademark issue. Um, but you know, ultimately I felt so strongly like, this is my baby. No, like I own this. This is no, like it felt emotional. It felt raw. I was like, I'm not giving mm-hmm. this up. And then my producers actually came to me and they were like, yo, randomly. And they were like, uh, so would you ever consider changing the name for X, Y, Z actual like marketing reasons? And I was like, at first I was like, no, but then literally like 10 seconds later, like same phone call, 10 seconds later, all of a sudden I was like, well, actually, hold on. I've, I've never actually thought about why I wouldn't change it. Mm -hmm. Like I never thought about why I just felt like I felt so strongly about it, but I never actually sat down and was like, let me pretend for a second that I changed it. Like Mm. what would happen? And then I was like, wait, there's literally no reason why I wouldn't (laughs) change it besides like, Oh, people already know what is this. You have the self-awareness to actually ask you that yourself, which is interesting that no one else even asked you, which a lot of people wouldn't have asked that they would have just felt either attacked or I should know this is mine. I'm not doing it. And all those reasons come it was in. These almost, self-limiting beliefs that really come Absolutely. In. Well, and I think that was such a lesson for future things in my life where we just sometimes act like we just jump to some, you know, our emotions are just like our immediate, like knee-jerk reaction and we don't slow down. And the reason why I decided to slow down in this moment was because it felt like the universe was like throwing this at me because- mm. I had just dealt with this trademark issue. That was the, honestly, the only reason if I hadn't had that trademark issue, I maybe wouldn't have like had kind of that trigger in my brain to be like, wait a minute. But it was like, they asked me and I was like, no. And then I was like, whoa, this is the second thing that's come up about like this name not working. So I slowed down, but it was such a lesson that like, okay, it it shouldn't take that to always, like, I should just always slow down and be more open-minded and like, listen Mm -hmm. to other people and listen to opinions before I just jump in with what I think mm-hmm. my opinion is anyway, enough about that. But I just, yeah, that's also like amazing. Just that that's what happened. Someone asked you that question. You're like, Oh, actually, yeah, I, mean, I don't think they would care. <laughs> and, and to be honest, it, it's still, I was still holding myself back. And the, this term I've been using a lot lately is, is a self-limiting belief. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is something that we we impose on ourselves uh i shouldn't post both things on linkedin because my boss will be mad at me 
well, did he say that or she say that, or am I saying that to myself? Well, yeah. I, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about my coaching business because who am I? I haven't written a book. I haven't mm -hmm. created a business. I'm, I'm no Gary Vee or Tony Robbins or whatever mm -hmm. thought leader, Brene Brown. And it's like, well, who's saying that? Are you saying right. that or are other people saying that? Well, it's right. me. So there's all these things. And I find this with clients a lot, even all the way up to the CEOs, uh, mm -hmm. telling themselves these things that they are yeah. unable to do or don't want to do because of some sort of limiting belief. Right. And, it, and it's interesting. And, and I, I had so many. And mm -hmm. the hardest one, I think, for me to, to jump into was I have to talk about what I do on my side hustle to make it real. And it was really difficult for me to accept that and embrace that as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what? It's okay to post about coaching on LinkedIn and still be the sales director, boom, boom, naturals. And guess what happened? And guess what's happening now? Now that I'm more engaging, uh, engaging more people on LinkedIn and at other places and talking about my coaching business, now all of a sudden people are reaching out to me for boom, boom, where they yeah. never did before. And totally. it has nothing to do with boom, boom. All of a sudden I'm talking about, I put some posts that's like a, some, philosophical posts that I put and then someone goes hey like I love this product boom boom naturals like and I and I work at a, a Olympic lifting trade shows I would love to sell it there and I'm like what that's no, so funny because I, I used it. to always try to post about boom boom naturals a year ago two years ago and I get no response because it kind of yeah. came off as dull uh okay we get it man when you work at boom boom naturals and I never speak about myself or right. I never speak about things that I believe in or our company believes in and and there's ways and you could do that and and I love I that's so that decision, yeah. That's so cool to hear. Um, and that really just reaffirms the fact that like personal connection is really what drives everything in the world. Mm -hmm. Like absolutely mm, couldn't agree more. Yeah, I love that. Oh my gosh, my voice is <laughs> and if uh, those of you out there who don't know, Adrian had the ghost uh talkless or speechless for I don't know, a week or two weeks, which must have yeah. been very difficult for you. So if I your voice, mm -hmm. I can talk, I can talk up plenty. So let me just me take through. a sip of water. Yes. Yeah, no, this is one of the first, this is the second episode back since <clears throat> starting vocal therapy or speech therapy. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm supposed to limit my talking, but you know, me can't do that yes. very well. <laughs> um, well but no, I'm all good. Hmm? Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, I think what I think what is is so difficult for for many people is they have something else that they they have a maybe not even a passion for but a side hustle mm -hmm. and they feel like they have to sneak it in like it has to be this right. real big secret like I can't let my boss know or they will think I am not giving one hundred and ten percent to the company and if it can be communicated in an effective way to your boss or superior. And I would hope that they would be open to it. If you can communicate in a way, hey, I do this X, Y, Z uh, days and it recharges me for work and I don't do it on times so that I'm working with you and I'm always respectful to the company and business and I will always get the tasks that I need to get done with you. I just want you to be aware that this is something I enjoy as well. And this is something yeah. that helps facilitate potentially more income and or more fulfillment in their life. It actually may be something that doesn't even produce income. If someone, you know, needs to work out more or needs to go for therapy, uh, mm -hmm. Hey, I need an hour each week. And this is the only time that the therapist can see me. 
and it gets me mentally ready Mm -hmm. for everything else in my life. I, I hope you can understand that. I think that is that right there is such an an incredible point that, you know, and of course I was about to ask like, Oh, well, what do you do if the person just doesn't understand? But here's the thing that, you know, that may or may not happen, but I think it's, that's where you can almost reevaluate like, okay, this is interesting. Why is this person not supporting this when, you know, I get my job done and all those things. Mm -hmm. I love what you just said. That's like, why is it that the second incomes involved, you know, business money, time, it becomes sometimes a little bit more, um, you know, people become more protective or, Oh, Mm -hmm. this is now competitive because now you're making money here. People get scared. People, you know, protect that when really, what if that side hustle, like you said, is that thing that you just need. And, you know, if I worked a full-time job, that would definitely be me. I'd be the person that's like, sure. I need to work out to feel better, but I also, I need to like have another business to that's what fulfills me. And Mm -hmm. so that's such a good point that for some reason, when money's involved, people get weird in general in life. Absolutely. And it's, that's a really good way to frame it to an employer or just for your own kind of acceptance as well, which is that if that is something that's going to fulfill you, like you should be doing that in your free time. Like that's what you should be doing. Absolutely. Money or not. And, and guess what happened when I, when yeah, how did this go down? In class, when that person in class told me that, and she even tasked me with an accountability, can you draft an email to your boss <gasps> telling him Scary. that this is something you're pursuing? Amazing. Thought, oh, shit. And guess what? I thought, I even thought a little further and I said, you know what? I should offer this as, an, as a benefit to Boom Boom employees, to anybody who wants yeah. needs potential coaching. And I thought, holy cow, I can actually incorporate this in. And I it almost that. be like some sort of health healthcare benefit. Uh-huh. And I work with a couple of people on the team. And guess what my boss said? I would love that. He said, I would love that. I would, are you kidding me? Like, this is so great. I can't wait to share it with the team. So all yeah. these fears I had of like, oh, I shouldn't do this. I should wait. I shouldn't. And mm-hmm. it was something I wanted and I kept putting it off. And all of a sudden I did it. And I'm like, all these fears were just wow. non-existent. They were so I love non-existent. That. And now I, I've helped, you know, at least I, I hope that, but uh, you know, a couple of people on the yeah, team who were, were stuck in, in some spots, uh, completely non-work related. Yeah. And, and thankfully I, I was, they were able to kind of talk through these things and get unstuck, which is wow. so cool for me. I mean, that's the most fulfilling thing for me is to get someone to a place of more fulfillment or oh, to yeah. a place that they want to go to or, or yeah. realizations that they weren't sure they knew, <laughs> right. you know, they were kind of always inside them and then they said them out loud and it made it real. Wow. That is so cool. And I'm so glad that it went that way for you. And something else that I know about you is you obviously, you know, you've been with this company for a while. You clearly are, you excel at your job. You're definitely a hard worker. So, you know, I, I'm sure there will be some people out there who are like, well, what if I don't love my full-time job and I'm trying to build a side hustle because I do Mm want to leave my job. Like, how do I then navigate it? And of course, I mean, there's a million case by case scenarios we could go through, but, but just this one is kind of, I think sticks out to me because I think a lot of the people that I work with are, you know, not necessarily like sitting there miserable, but definitely are starting side hustles with the full desire and intention of like leaving their full-time job. So yeah. How would you navigate, you know, that same, same kind of thing. Uh, that, yeah, it's interesting. I've thought about this uh, quite a few times and everybody's situation is so very unique, right? But 
thankfully, like I said, I'm grateful to have known that my boss would probably be okay with it. I know a lot of people are, they know that that would not be okay, or it's been told that it's not okay. Right. Maybe it has, maybe it hasn't, but I definitely know I've been in a spot like that before. I've been with past employers where, first of all, I was definitely afraid to say if I was going to be doing anything outside of working my eight to 10 hours every single day and, and my main focus would be there. Um, what I would say is, is what do you really want? You know, mm-hmm. what is it you really want? Um, cause if that side hustle is something you really want, then, then do it regardless. You don't have to do it on like on employer time. I would never right. suggest that, No, but, uh, right. but I, but I also would suggest if you are on a salary paid job and you're hitting all your goals and quotas, they're not paying you to sit there and pretend right. to be busy. They're paying you for results. And if you're producing the results that they want from you, in my opinion, I, I see, I see no reason why, you know, their your, your value to them is, is equally the same, whether you spent an hour that day yep. at 2 PM doing something you loved and then coming yep. right back to the job that you have and being even more productive because you got a little reset. Drew, so. that is the reason why I love this new wave of kind of not like non-corporate, but just these new company cultures where people are finally understanding the science and the research behind productivity. Mm-hmm. And like, if you let your people not sit there and twiddle their thumbs when they finish their task, they yes. will be better. They will think of more ideas. They will do more yes. stuff. And, you know, yes. I think some people of course are still stuck in like the old way of thinking, but I've always felt that way. If you are getting done what you are supposed to get done, nobody should care what you're doing the rest of the time. It is very easy said, you and me, in the situations I we're know. in, and, and I and I do want to respect those people who are in those spots where I get it. It's, it's very yeah. scary. It's very, it's a fearful place. I don't want to lose mm-hmm. my job. I'm in a very safe place, and I can't lose this because of X, Y, Z. But one thing I will always say is that even if you lost everything that you had, everything will eventually be okay. Oh, yeah. It just will. It always has been. It always will be. Mm-hmm. Um and it's, it's really tough for people to, to realize that, um, I've gotten yeah. fired from a job that I absolutely loved and they were dear mm-hmm. friends of mine and I got fired and I couldn't believe it. And Dang. I've never really shared this actually out loud, but I was okay. You know, everything ended up being okay, but guess what? In most of these bigger companies that you're in, you're more than likely expendable. I know it's going to be tough to hear, mm-hmm. but they would have no problem firing tomorrow. Yet you have this extreme dedication to working this un, kind of almost an unreasonable uh, hour time frame mm-hmm. or, or expectation. And if you're doing what you need to do, great. And most people are remote now. Yeah. And thankfully our, our, our work was always remote, but if you get your stuff done, you know, nobody's spying on you. Yeah. Um, definitely. Get your stuff done and, and do, and, and guess how, watch, try it for one day, do it for 30 minutes, do something you love for 30 minutes on the clock. If you're a salaried employee and watch how productive you are when you come back from that 30 minutes, I, yeah. I, I dare you to try. I dare you to try. And I think guess that's what? so Nobody will find out. And I think so many people have probably discovered that through the last year and, and working remote and pandemic life. I've seen it in a couple of people that I know. Um, I've seen them, you know, go golfing in the middle of the day or do these things and like kill it at their jobs, like crush Mm -hmm. it and be just Mm -hmm. as active and just as engaged. And almost like no one is like, why aren't you online? Like, Mm -hmm. because they're doing their job still. And yes, you know, I also want to acknowledge and not every situation 
some people, I ha- actually had a freelance job where the boss literally at all times was like, what are you doing? Like I had to report mm-hmm. like every hour of the day, like what I did, cause it was remote. And what'd that feel like? Absolute hell. I hated it. And also I felt like I wasn't trusted. And I felt like mm-hmm. if I even like there were, I think the part that was the hardest for me was that I would get my stuff done, but there were certain things where it took more time than they had projected. And even then I had projected where like we said, okay, mm-hmm. I think it'll take 10 hours to get XYZ project done. And then it would take actually longer than 10 hours, but it wouldn't have been longer because I was like goofing off. It was just the actual task took longer, or maybe I struggled in, in something and needed to ask for, and they would literally be like, well, what were you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it just felt so unproductive. I can just feel your, I can feel Oh my God. It was the worst. like the anxiety it was of that spot. It's, it's half tough. of that it's job. A terrible feeling. Literally, yes. Half of that job felt like it was me having to prove that I was doing my job instead yeah. of just doing the tough. damn job. <laughs> like, yeah. Which is tough. And and thankfully, I do think that uh, things are trending towards a more positive uh, and not even positive. I think just more productive is the right yeah. word that you have productive em- employees and all of a sudden you want them to do even more for what it's interesting I, I had a job where you know i i was killing the quotas that were set in front of me and then i was getting hey how come you didn't make 100 calls and i'm thinking well what does that matter i i'm hit i'm hitting all the, the goals you set for me yeah but could you imagine what you could do if you hit 100 i'm like that's not what i that's not that's what, not what i'm getting paid to do yeah that's not what i'm yeah. getting paid to do and, and also i'm 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 I am exceeding what you have set forth for me. And that is what I plan to do. And I, mm-hmm. and to be honest, I don't need a hundred calls to do that. Some people may need a hundred calls right. and that's okay. I only right. need 20, right. 30, but I kept getting these things. that saying not, not, not patting me on the back for, for producing almost being mm-hmm. like, Hey, you, you look how much you're, you're missing out on. And I'm thinking, this is yeah, crazy. or then like, being like, well, producing. like, what are you doing? That's the thing. And if, if you guys haven't read the book, Lynchpin, you definitely should. This makes me just, th- and you <sighs> recommended it to me, Drew. And great book. I need to reread that. Really, I need Lynchpin, to reread it book. as well. I, it's super great. I always think about kind of just that, the fact that people like the more traditional kind of old school mentality and it's not even their fault it's just the way the world was was like exchanging time for money so in your instance that you just gave if you hit your quota but they're still sitting there thinking you owe me this hour of time so keep calling until like the clock runs out basically because maybe we'll get more than the quota that is just such an old in my opinion way of thinking and i think yeah for productivity to actually be even higher and better and more you know, doing the right things and not just more, which that's what I always say is like productivity Mm -hmm. is not about getting more done. It's about getting the right things done. And absolutely. I think that all just, yeah, brings me back to that, which is that you should not be (laughs) shamed or, you know, be, you should not be looked at as this is an hour. You are just worth this time. It's like, did I produce? Yes. No. Yes, I did. Yeah, exactly. Like, did you no. produce yes, no? And and I think people are going away from, hey, what is your hour worth as opposed to what value can yep. you bring to 1, our company and or to the customers? Because that's all that matters at the have. end of the day too, like as it a really company. Is. And I, I have seen so many more things go towards that. And I also think that this work remote thing has really also helped teach employers how to even just how to communicate better, how to have systems in place that 
work mm-hmm. for working remote where you don't have to worry that your employee isn't doing their job. Mm-hmm. Like that was part of my last experience. And then we'll move off of this topic. But that was part yeah, of my no, last experience of was like half of it was that the communication was just so bad that half the time we were spending updating each other on what was done instead of just yeah. having these systems that made that sure. easy. So that's why I always felt like I had to prove what I was doing. And it was terrible. Anyway, sure. um, <laughs> This is all, oh my gosh, I love talking about this. There's just so much to unpack with all of these topics, but I do want to get back to, okay, the coaching thing. So you started, you're doing it, you're thriving already. And obviously tons more to learn and and places to go. Um, You gave amazing tips for people who maybe do want to do a side hustle and are afraid Mm -hmm. of what to do about their full-time job. I think that was really useful. Um, And I think that's maybe even a a huge reason why a lot of people just don't even think about doing a side hustles. They're probably like, oh, I can't, I can't do that. And don't even stop to think, well, maybe I could do both. So Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Um, We've had an amazing experience together. I have really enjoyed that. And, and I want to know what is, what is the future of Drew? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's honestly, it's really exciting. I've, I'm getting my website set up now. I'm doing some some headshots yes. next week. I'm getting my hair cut. This thing is uh has grown out of control. Oh yeah, um, I wish you guys could this see. Pony. Um oh yeah. I don't he know has a ponytail. Uh, yeah, he's got pony, a it's looking anyways, good. it's long. Um <laughs> and it's it's really exciting to see it all come to life. Um thankfully I I know that this is something I have a passion for. Um and uh it's all happening. And yeah. I have hired a coach myself and that also took me a huge, huge step. It was very expensive, Mm -hmm. but it was something I really wanted. And what I'm really realizing is investing in yourself is something that you'll never regret. Um, at least I never have regretted. Um, and anybody out there listening, I mean, anytime have you ever invested in yourself, gone to, a uh, a workout class, uh, paid for a course that you wanted to take and been like, Oh, I wish I didn't have, wouldn't have done that and spent that money there. Right. Probably not. And it has been the the most valuable money I've probably spent in maybe ever, honestly, because this is something I I, I knew I wanted to do. And it yeah took a lot. It's 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 out of my price range, but uh mm-hmm. everybody says I can't afford it, but it's really <laughs> you're just choosing not to spend your money on it. It's and true. that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I was just choosing not to spend my money on it. And if anybody out there is on the fence of hiring a coach or doing something or spending money on something that may be expensive, but it's something you really want to do. Just jump, just mm-hmm. trust it. Uh, money will come, money will go. But if you invest Honestly, in yourself, yeah. you can take those tools with you anywhere yeah. you go. Use wow. a freaking credit card. Like, uh, listen, I don't want to like give <laughs> yeah, you bad financial advice. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to give you bad financial your, advice. Your, your, your but. financial realm, but yeah, absolutely within your realm, don't go bankrupt or anything, but oh, yeah. um, if it is in your range, um, but it's I even so true. You do it. The reason I even just kind of joke about that is just because like, yes, obviously please disclaimer, do not screw yourself yeah. over, but like, well, disclaimer, yeah. but don't at the same broke. time, podcast. <laughs> don't go broke. <laughs> but at the same time, I joke because I also think that people's definitions of what they can or can't afford it are whack sometimes. Like, again, we're not going to super get into the money, but when I bought, I bought this same type of thing. I bought this really expensive six week online program for consulting, starting a successful consulting business. And same type of thing where I was like, why am I spending money on this? Oh my God. I have like $0. It was like at kind of a lower point in my like Mm -hmm. YouTube career where I was 
really like stressing. And I was like, oh my God, do I need to pivot? I happened to come across this course, not because I was desperate and needed to pivot. It was actually, I came across it when I was like actually doing well and was just like, Ooh, this is really intriguing to me. And then when I was like not doing well, it was kind of when it came back into my head and I was like, well, shit, now I'm like, I feel like I don't have the money to pay for it. But then I also was like, if this course works and I love it the way that I know that I will. And if all these testimonials also let's be logical for a second too. Like I understand if you are skeptical about whether something will work for you. Okay. That's normal. Um, and I think there are obviously several other things you can do to kind of like vet the, the process, the thing that you want, mm-hmm. you know, you don't need to just mm-hmm. see, click on the first ad you see for coaching and, and book mm-hmm. the person. There's of course your research and talking to people that you can do. And I, I recommend mm-hmm. that so that you do feel better about the purchase you're making. But, you know, I was sitting there and I was like, I could purchase this. And if I actually do get the results that everyone is saying that I'll get, it'll pay itself back in two seconds. Like that isn't absolutely. quite literally absolutely. investing in yourself and investing, investing in yourself. yourself. Absolutely. And I, I did want to mention Adrian before we wrap up here, but yeah. uh, as a gift to your listeners, oh, I, yeah. I have made five complimentary, uh, yeah, yeah, five complimentary half hour slots available specifically for your audience. So, oh, um, true. you know, Thank wherever you, so you want to post that. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it, it, it is, I think invaluable and to allow people to know what coaching is and mm-hmm. potentially find places in which they are potentially stuck in, you know, yeah. and, and how to move and how to move forward. And I, I honestly recommend, well, thank you so much for all for like offering of course, that. Of That's incredible. Um, you guys, you better get in before <laughs> Drew has zero hours left on his schedule because he's so sought after. Filling up quick. Filling up quick. <laughs> Filling up quick. Limited edition. But no, um, I will put all the details in the show notes as to how you can potentially redeem that. Um, that's awesome. And I just forgot what I what I was going to say. Well, it, it, and oh. to, to, you know, I don't think I really got into this, but uh, my niche that I'm carving right now, and it probably will evolve, but uh, right now, high power professionals uh, type of person who prides themselves on getting everything done mm-hmm. and they're coming to the next chapter in their life, but they don't really know how to turn that page and they just want to feel more in control of the, their time and energy and focus I on have, things that matter, matter to them. So uh, I have a client that for is you. you, if that I, is you, or, you know, if someone send it my way, uh, it's, yeah. it's a tough roadblock to, to jump over and, and you know, the way to do it. And I just, I help guide you're the star. And Drew, I love that you you know, I can already see the confidence that you have with that. I think that's something that like I've even struggled with when I do one-on-one stuff. Granted, I have not taken a course. And and so no wonder, and this is why I also just highly recommend, like just educating yourself, having a coach, taking a Mm -hmm. course, do all those things. But, you know, I've definitely had the fear sometimes, which is natural of like questioning your own ability. Like, well, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, I shouldn't work with high power professionals because there's more on the line, but it's all, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I can hear that you are like, no, this is who I can help because those people tend to be more stuck. I would say, um, they have a lot going on, you know, they have a lot going on. You think that they, you know, you see these people are these titles and Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll be talking to someone and then I, and you know, full disclosure, I'm 35 years old. And sometimes I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this person is only 27, but they're a TEDx speaker and they right. have done XYZ and they're uh, like head of business operations at their company. And I'm thinking, but they're still just figuring it out just yeah, like everybody else. Exactly. And, 
and they have things that they're stuck in, even though they're doing so many very cool, very amazing things and things that they're passionate about. They still have areas where they're stuck and want to move forward. 1000%. That's amazing. I'm so happy. And I'm just like proud of you for really pursuing this and just Thank you. Really yeah, thank doing you it much. and putting the work in, you know, it's not, it's not easy. You're putting in the work, you're putting in the time and you clearly love it and you're great at it. And, you know, I've had such an awesome time working with you. Well, thank you. Thank you. And it's like, I just feel like my life is like blah, 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 blah all the time. Um, and you just <laughs> give me that little bit of peace every week of like, you know what, it will be fine. Slow the heck down and figure it out. Um, so thank you. That's awesome. No, of course, of course. You're welcome. And I'm, I'm very excited. And, uh, it's, it's something I I do have a true passion for. And I, I, I just really hope to, to help people move forward to where they want to go. Honestly, most people know they want to go. They just don't know how to get there and they don't say it to anybody. Yes, (laughs) They they, they don't really tell anybody. And and it's a great, even just to have a sounding board. And like you Mm -hmm. said earlier, a champion, um, a person who can call you out on their bullshit. That's not a friend, you know, that's not yeah. a loved one. That's yeah. uh, not a parent where it comes off as nagging. It's something right. you want. And those are the clients I want as well as, Hey, listen, if this isn't something you really want, it's expensive. It, right. it is because people who really want this will, will go forward and exactly. do it. And if somebody doesn't want it, totally fine. Honestly, to and that's, really not a big deal. that's another whole lesson too, on a completely different topic that I'll one day talk about on pricing your products <laughs> as yeah. an entrepreneur is like yeah, oh yeah. realizing that if someone, you not only have to um, make sure people want you, but you need to mm-hmm. also make sure that you want the client. Is it the right person Absolutely. for your program, for your thing? And if that they're hesitant, point. if they're that hesitant about jumping in, they're probably hesitant about even receiving that type of help and making those changes. Like, yeah, you need point. to be invested on both sides. And I love that. That is a great that. point. And, and every, anytime I, I speak with someone new, um, I, I make it very clear, Hey, I, I want to make sure this is a fit for both of us. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to make sure I, I would like to enjoy working with you as well. And if mm-hmm. I actually don't see that this would be a good fit in my eyes, well, I'm not going to be excited working with someone who right. either it just doesn't vibe or maybe they don't get my jokes or, right. you know, something it's, it's, yeah. it's really cool because a, a coach, I, I'm not sure your experience with me, but a lot of people say it's almost like talking to a friend, but you're actually really getting shit done. Yes. <laughs> you know? 1000%. Like it's, it's calm, yes. but it's, it's very productive. Absolutely. No, I, I feel that. Yeah. I think it's so important and just, it's just, yeah, you just, you'll feel when it's right because you want, you know, if someone's like questioning every little thing, well, well, why am I paying $10 for this? And what is this doing? And blah, blah. It's like, are you going to trust the process and trust that I can help you? Or are you not? Because Mm -hmm. if you don't, then honestly, maybe this won't work for you because you don't believe that I can help you. And if you are not believing that and penny pinching every little thing, instead of trusting that, Hey, I'm investing in this because it's going to work for me, then yeah, maybe that's not the client for you as well as, yeah, I love. Absolutely. And one it, last thing I will say for yeah. entrepreneurs out there, even though I, I'm, I'm not going to pretend I'm, I'm some um, beautiful mind entrepreneur, but hey. I would always remember <laughs> that when you're thinking of your pricing is uh, who is the one who determines your pricing? It's you. Mm-hmm. The client does not determine your pricing and always remember that they're coming to you for something. Mm-hmm. It can, you could charge $50,000 a month for whatever yep. services. If they want your service, you'd be surprised that you might get a yes. Yes. And, and that, and it's interesting. 
And that is exactly why when you are creating it, we could go into every topic of entrepreneurship right now, (laughs) but that's exactly why when you are creating an offer, so a product or a service, you are creating a solution to a problem that someone has that is so dire that they will hopefully pay any amount of money to have it fixed. And if you can fix it, so the more that your offer is proven and repeatable Mm -hmm. and I don't want to say rinse and repeat because not every type of job, mm-hmm. like not every c- client that you have is going to be the same exact situation, but the same principles where you're not like, oh my God, I have to formulate this whole giant plan for each different person. Like, cause that's obviously more overhead work, but okay. Point being, if you yes. have a proven repeatable solution to people's problems, you can charge $50,000 an hour because that person Absolutely. needs it so bad. So I, I love that point. That's a great point. And the more yeah, that someone- not only the hour doesn't even make sense anymore in the sense yeah, of I don't know why hey, I said like, that. what is your hour? To, no, no, no. But, but it's a good point because it could only take an hour, which I think right. is a good point there, but it, it's like, Oh, well that comes out to X amount per hour. It's like, yeah. But what this really comes out to is the, is this, the vision and, and yeah. the solution that you will have, as opposed to how much for, if I could do this for tw- in 20 minutes for you, would Great. You, <laughs> would you not, would you want it to take longer and you get more uh, yes. you know, value per hour? I would think not. It's kind of like, yep. that, uh, you know, I think it's Van Gogh who drew the little thing on a piece of paper and someone's like, Hey, can I have that? And he's like, yeah, $20,000. I'm like, but it only took you 10 seconds. Yeah. She goes, no, this took me 60 years to draw. And it's like, that's the, no, that is, oh my God. I've heard a, like, I've heard a, an analogy about that too, that I learned in some course about the pricing. Picasso, one of those, yeah. It's so, so true yeah. though. It's like, and that's just another way that our minds work. I think a lot of times is that we're quick to just go to that. We just go to that, like, oh, but this only took, and I try to like, exactly. you know, and it took me being a YouTuber to understand because not to understand, but just, I didn't have experience with that because up until becoming a YouTuber, my jobs were hourly because I was in college mm-hmm. and I was, you know, I worked at a tanning salon. I did all these things. Sure. When I became a YouTuber, I was like, Oh, I'm charging per video. And I still have to explain that to people sometimes where I'm like, this video could take me an hour or it could take me three weeks. And it's the same price. In fact, maybe like sometimes I might charge more if it's like going to take me away from other jobs, but I'm like, sure. It doesn't matter if you're getting the same result that actually goes full circle to our other conversation about absolutely work hours too anyway yeah we could go absolutely. on and on so, uh, yeah we're you know i, I love know this this one will be it'll be uh i know right <laughs> the, the gamut but it's 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 always such a, a pleasure to speak with you thank and, you so uh, much for coming back yeah, on no, of and, course you know of drew course. we're gonna have to make this like an annual thing because i just i love where everything's been going for you i love how excited you are about your job but also about this other kind of avenue and and I also can really tell that you are living life day by day and you're not worried about oh well what if you know in three years I just want to do this full time and then what Mm -hmm. will my boss say and then like I can tell that you're not like that you're not in that headspace I can tell Mm -hmm. that you're very much well maybe you are but you're very much (laughs) no I I would agree I appreciate it yeah, you, you really seem to be just so happy doing both of these things right now. And just knowing that you'll figure out the rest of your life as it comes, like, you know, and I think you've Absolutely. done an incredible well, job. You. I'm and very, very this out there. I just yeah. thought of this, but uh, if your listeners would want, I would love to do like a 30 minute coaching session, a, an open candid one where we did oh, it with and me? then yeah, yes. and then, 1, and then it can literally be non-scripted and 
people True. can actually get a feel if you're open That's because a, it's something that typically it's very client, uh, client right. confidentiality. So if this is something you're up to or your, or no, your listeners are you kidding? Hear, I think it would be something cool where they could yes. see, oh, this is what, ooh, that like, huh. Because typically that's what the answer I get. People who've seen psychologists, their therapists are like, whoa, that was like, that was really different. <laughs> you know, that's really <laughs> different. And and maybe they can get a taste for for. I mean, honestly, I curious. think that's such a good idea because, you know, especially as a content creator, something I love doing is just, I love being open about all sides of my life. And I think people really resonate with understanding that it's not all butterflies and roses all the time with the job that I do. Yes, I love what I do. I'm so blessed to be able to do it, to be able to be creative. But as you've seen, like sometimes I'm so stuck in like, oh, I do too much, I'm too busy, I'm too overwhelmed. And it's like, well, who decided that? Um, you did yeah. because you get to have that problem because yeah. you get to be able to, exactly. like you are self-employed and that's incredible. But it's like, I love to be able to kind of reveal to people that, no matter where you are in life, no matter what level you're at, you could be the most successful person in the world and you will still run into things like this. You will still get yeah. stuck. Sometimes you will still have issues. Absolutely. Your problems will just change. And I would love, I, I always love being open about that. So I think that could be a really, really cool yeah, something to think about. <laughs> yeah. Because it's also them seeing the creator side of like what really happened. I mean, you know, yeah. and, and I think every time I reveal or like open up about a struggle, like on a vlog, maybe I'll just be like, Oh, I'm just torn. Like my videos are not doing well. Like every time I talk about something like that, which isn't often, but when I do, people are like, so just like nice. And so, Oh my gosh, like, like we, damn, she has problems too. Yeah. And they're also just like, <laughs> Oh my God, Adrian, we love your shit. Like, why are you tripping? Like, Oh my God, please don't worry. Like take a break, do this, do that. Like they're just so supportive. And I feel like everyone can just benefit more from, or benefit from yeah. like talking and opening up more about their For personal sure. shit. That's why I always want to do sure. it. So yes, we should do that. We should cool. figure out the avenue yeah, in which know. to do we'll, it. Yeah we'll, yeah, we'll figure it out. I love it. Well, Drew, is awesome. there anything else or before we uh, wrap it no, up? Uh, no, I appreciate it. And uh, where yeah, can people like find said, you? Um, my website is under construction. It should be up <gasps> yes. next week, but it will be... Uh, drew at coachdrew.net and yes. they can find me there find me on linkedin right now i'm just drew howard boom Amazing. naturals yep. and uh executive coach so yeah definitely find me connect. there that's where i'm the most active right now and, and yeah I find linkedin to be such he, a such a unique place so i um, love your your linkedin posts are always what show up like first when i open linkedin so i like <laughs> see you every day i'm in your feed yeah because i'm you just told me about kind of not about linkedin but about how how cool it is to engage and create posts there it's such a different world and i love it, it is, yeah. so um it is. yeah find him on linkedin and yeah find me on linkedin right now definitely... next week my hair will be cut hopefully <laughs> i'll have some some good good shots to go on on the website I love and, it. and give a little more clarity as to uh who i am what i do yeah. who I work with so um and Drew. yeah feel free to send that link out for for those those five people um yeah i, I look forward to it and and hopefully we'll give them a taste of, of what coaching is so that's so awesome thank you so much for being generous and that's so oh sweet. of course they're of gonna course. love well, thank it thank you for for your time and like i said it's always uh, yeah. fun seeing you so uh, oh, thank you again. thank you yeah. so much right. we'll see you in about a year talk yeah. to you then <laughs> probably sooner yeah probably, probably sooner. sooner all right Adrian. all right uh, see you later thank you so much
Hey guys, it's Cheyenne Davis. You may know me from MTV's Teen Mom OG or Think Loud Crew podcast. I'm here with my dad, Papa Floyd, to tell you about our new podcast, Unfiltered Kitchen. The kitchen is the hub of the household for many of us. The one-stop shop for conversations both big and small. Cheyenne and I have been having open conversations about all aspects of life in our kitchen since well before she was able to see over the counter. And now we're inviting you into our own kitchen as a part of the family. Unfiltered Kitchen is a two-way street. I share my advice on cocktails, cooking, parenting, and the lessons I've learned. And I inform my dad what it's like to raise kids today, how generational barriers affect us, and the joys of being a daughter. Well, your daughter. Get ready for a whole lot of unfiltered advice. You can take it or leave it, but you're never going to leave this table feeling hungry for more. Listen to Unfiltered Kitchen wherever you get your podcasts.